0: Welcome, everyone, to the first official podcast... Nope. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh, there you go. Okay.
1: Powered okay. by Riverside.
0: Alright. Oh. Uh, Call <laughs> me up. Cast me up. baby. Stay limber, baby, stay limber. Welcome everyone to the first official episode of VanKuya, a podcast made up of three Filipino-Canadian friends of over 15 years who got bored with their normal day-by-day routine and decided to share their experiences and perspectives to the world. My name's is and I'm joined by my good friends here. Introduce yourself, boys, and let all the listeners know what you're about.
2: Hey, everyone. Ryan here. Um, Work in transportation for... About 12 years now and just super excited to try something new um just the way to stay connected with with my good friends here uh especially after recently moving out to the east coast here in toronto so um yeah just a little bit about me um but excited to to share some more through these upcoming episodes we've got my name is lance Thank you do now uh, I am married
1: and I am the father of one. Uh, I'm also uh, a registered nurse. Um I'm looking forward to this podcast because I really wanted to start something with these guys. Uh, again, we've been together for so long that uh, we felt it was just uh, time now to, uh, you know, take a big leap into a new adventure together.
0: And I'm Librandt. Um, you're somewhat of a host here in the beginning but i'm a videographer i do a lot of uh wedding films and i'm also in the trucking industry with ryan and i don't know it was a it's felt like a good idea to start a podcast with these guys because we always talk a lot and we decide you know if we're gonna talk we might as well we might as well put it out on the airwaves and see what people think right (laughs) yeah yeah for sure (laughs) um Technically this is our first official episode, but we have had two previous episodes already. And uh, in that vein, we've I think what we found was that we should talk about our perspectives as Filipino Canadians, especially born here and I feel like we have a really good perspective on that. Uh, don't you guys think?
2: Oh, absolutely. I think we we've all come from um a lot of different Types of upbringings, right? I know for myself, I was born in the Philippines, uh, whereas uh, Liebrandt was born in Canada. Vancouver. <laughs> Canada, yeah. I was gonna try to cue you in there, but oh, uh, and and Lance in the Philippines as well. But um, I mean, it, it's it's gonna be exciting for sure. Cause as as long as we've already known each other, there's still a lot I feel like I still don't know about you guys. So. Uh, It's definitely going to be exciting to kind of discuss all that with you guys. Yeah,
1: I I agree with you, Ryan. I think that, uh, you know, we've known each other for so long, but we don't have these intimate stories um, of our uh, life, right, that um, have have really, really just recently come up when we brought up these topics about each other. And I think uh, that's important, I think, for me personally, just to hear about these stories because it gives me another perspective of who you guys are.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh last episode, uh, we did talk about Filipino fast food and I thought that was a really good topic and found out a lot of fun things about each other. And uh I thought today we'd stick in the same lane with food, Filipino food. Oh and uh yeah, like we've we've all like you guys were born in the Philippines, but we did go to like school here and and whatnot. Um how were your experiences with uh uh bringing food from from home to school and like how was your lunch time or how we like to call it in the philippines your bow how was your baon was or how was your bow growing up
2: <laughs> baon right um, it's funny because i think i'm going to speak for for all of us here when i say um it was definitely interesting a lot of my Tupperwares came in reused uh, margarine containers, uh, ice cream containers, either that or I was just ghetto. Um, I moved out to Vancouver, BC when I was about seven. I uh, was in ESL till about grade eight. So, I completely ESL, <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Um, yeah, so it was definitely. Quite an experience but my my lunches were always heavy always filled with rice um Mm. breakfast lunch and dinner I've I've Mm. always had rice and I mean it's only until recently that I'm actually trying to cut down on my rice a little bit and uh, I'll definitely share a lot more about that as uh we continue here
0: and was your elementary school like mostly Filipino people or like was there like
2: it wasn't I guess that's the difference with the first difference with with um, all our upbringings is I was actually in a public school all the way up to grade nine, so it was it was a little bit different in sense of um, schooling or education. So, um, I mean, yeah, it, it was different, but uh, it was it was very diverse. So yeah, it was it was a mix of everyone. Uh, oddly enough, my, my name is actually spelt with an H, as you guys know, but uh, for other listeners that may not. So kind of growing up with a Filipino accent, I was teased a lot whenever we'd have um, substitute teachers. They, they'd they always think my name was a girl and they'd pronounce it Rianne and everyone know, was <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> Dude still, that, still is the
1: first time I've, that is the first time I've heard that. And I from now on, you. your name Dude. is now Rianne.
0: That's How do you read that, that is, as Rian? Even if you sound know. that out, it's I, still Ryan.
2: Yeah. Just, whereas now, weird. you know, I've, I've kind of learned to embrace the name and it's it sets it apart for sure when dealing with other people. So I've, I've learned to live with it.
0: Okay. And did you ever find, like, since you went to a public school, did anyone ever wonder what kind of food you were bringing and stuff to school?
2: Oh, all the time. I mean, like, I'd have adobo. I'd have, mm. you know, just... Every different types of meat, or pretty much a lot mm. of it was leftover dinners. To be honest, mm, delicious. Uh, yes. Yeah, of course, a lot of man.
0: My parents ain't making up <laughs> fresh in the morning. What crazy, <laughs> yeah. right?
2: And then everyone had normal like pizza lunches, sandwich lunches. Yeah, we we're it was definitely um, a lot different. Um, but with you guys, what what kind of um, different uh, foods did you guys have, if any?
1: <laughs> I guess I'll go first there.
2: Um, So I was
1: very fortunate in that my mother always made fresh breakfast for us. Uh, I believe we're all in the same boat in that we've all had meals with rice. So every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, heavy, go big or go home kind of meal. Um, So yeah, for breakfast, I would have, um, you know, rice, spam, eggs, uh, just a full on breakfast, right? Or, you know, corned beef um you know how it is uh and then for lunch you know sometimes i would bring it it's similar to ryan in you know a container of you know margarine or ice cream container um i mean we had tupperware but sometimes you know my mom just packed it in that (laughs) uh but anyways uh i would have some really interesting food some of them would come off a little stronger smelling because you know in some of our dishes we use fish sauce and stuff like that as well right and when you're microwaving that, that shit just permeates the room. You know, it just spreads and everyone can smell it. And, of course, my <laughs> my, my elementary school was also multicultural. And so was my high school, right? Well, for the most part. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when people aren't used to that smell, you, you start to get a look from other people. And even as an adult now, I know that I have to warn people when I have to microwave a certain food that smells differently than You know what's used to or or culturally normal right um at least in in canadian standards um so yeah for me growing up it it was kind of odd there were definitely some times when i would just not eat the food because i was a little more embarrassed but when i was around other filipinos it wouldn't be an issue um like in our high school we were surrounded by more filipinos than it was in my elementary school and of course we hung out all together we're all filipino uh so eating my food um with you guys was a very different experience because you know you all understood what i was eating and you know even there there were times when you guys even felt jealous like that i had great food right so i think that was the difference for me
0: yeah i think that's a big difference when we went into high school that a lot of my friends and i could say like our grade was had not majority but had a good number of filipino students but actually growing up in elementary Actually, my food upbringing is a bit different because um, uh, I don't. Know, I've mentioned this before to you guys, but I'll say it again because it's context to this. But I don't speak Tagalog, you know, because my parents never spoke Tagalog around me. They didn't want me to speak Tagalog. They they really wanted me to be Canadian or like at least speak English well. Uh, so like growing up from like since I was born till I was six. I only knew English, but in a Filipino accent. My English was a Filipino (laughs) accent English. And I think I got rid of it, like, in preschool and stuff and, like, started talking to people. Because I don't remember having a Filipino accent in elementary. But in elementary, so um, it was, yeah, it was pretty multicultural as well. Um, And I was able to make some friends. But um, I rarely uh had a filipino lunch in elementary very really? rarely yeah because oh. i would eat a lot of it at home like when i'm at home i, I eat all the stuff like the the dinogua and this the adobo yeah. but i would never get like the closest thing i would get to filipino food like that i could bring to school was like rice and spam and that's like still borderline because everyone knows what that's spam is hella
2: borderline, and, dude, that's yeah, <laughs>
0: And I think it's it, it it stems from my parents' same like ideals of why they didn't want me to speak Tagalog. They didn't want me to be. I think they they were afraid I might have gotten bullied or something with with the food. They wanted me to fit in. A lot of the things that my parents did for me while I was growing up was to allow me to fit in. And it, it, it I feel like there's pros and cons to it. Obviously, I wish I spoke Tagalog now. Like it's it's such a valuable thing to to just be. Uh, like multilingual mm-hmm. um and and i feel like it wouldn't have hurt that if i if i brought like filipino food to school but like the regular stuff that i brought to school honestly was some of the most like canadian stuff man like lunch- <laughs> I, I had lunchables oh freaking pizza pops pizza mm. pockets just those things that's what my, my dad it, would give me and yeah. i actually didn't even think about it at the time that they weren't giving me filipino food like just Coming up to this episode to talk about it made me realize, like, wow, I actually didn't bring much Filipino food to school. And I, I don't know. If, I guess they were, yeah, like I said, they were a bit afraid of how it would be looked at, mm-hmm. um, especially back then. That was many, many years ago, like, you know, like 20 plus years ago. So um, and even going into high school, they when when they wanted me when they when it was time to choose a high school, they wanted to make sure that I was go like they wanted me to go to Vancouver College first. Well we all went to St. Pat's, right? So St. Pat's there's quite a lot of there was a lot of Filipinos there too. And then uh I actually told them I don't want to go to Vancouver College. I I wanted to go with my friends. And it wasn't the all boys factor.
2: <laughs> for me personally,
0: <laughs> it was the all boys factor. I couldn't do it. Like that's why I told them. And I had I think I um I got someone um someone's parents to talk to my parents to to convince them that Librant needs to go to St. Patrick's so he won't get bullied or was, something like that. was pretty
2: much the same way. Um, I was supposed to go to VC after the uh, seminary there and um, I I made every excuse I could. I, it eventually came down to family, friends going there and I sold the idea to my mom that uh, it was a good carpooling situation, you know, versus having a commuter have them drive me out to uh, VC themselves. So it, it worked out.
0: Mm. yeah yeah and like since um so another thing so like we we've been we grew up on filipino food do you guys make filipino food at all now that we're all pretty independent now we all have our own place We all live you make your own food do you guys even make filipino food anymore i I feel like that's only lance in our circle no i I know i
2: know know personally no (laughs) that's a no for me
1: (laughs) it's interesting you say that because i've asked this from our other guys in our group as well and more recently, they've said that they have been making Filipino food. Now, I have never oh, okay. got to try any of their food, um, so I'm a bit skeptical. And I am waiting for them to make it so that I can mm-hmm. try and see how it is. Are you going to throw out names here? Or? I'm not going to throw out any names today, but <laughs> not today, uh, not maybe today. down the road, maybe when they're here on our podcast, <laughs> we can ask them. But um, I have made a lot of Filipino food over the last few years since I've moved out. Um, And honestly, in the first year that I moved out, I wasn't very interested in it. But, uh, you know, with um, my partner, who is Chinese, I wanted to introduce her to Filipino culture. And again, the big part of Filipino culture is food, right? Uh, So I wanted her to try the foods that I love. Um, And of course, they were difficult to make initially because I... But, you know, the more you do it, the easier it was. And... I fell in love with my own Filipino food that I made, actually, which was surprising for me because, you know, when you have a certain food like sinigang, let's say, you're used to one person making it, and it's usually your mother um, or yeah. your grandma, I guess, or your Lola. <clears throat>
2: mm-hmm.
1: But uh, when you're used to that, everything else kind of doesn't taste the same, right? It's just not as good. It's never so as tr- good, you know? It's so true. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I did end up liking my sinigang as well, and then I made... Uh, Lumpia Shanghai, um, caldereta, like just a bunch of random, you know, different Filipino
0: dishes. Damn, use we, a... we need to do a taste test one of these episodes. Know, right? or you... <laughs> do, you, do you use Somehow. a full
2: pack of uh, tamarind uh, package there?
1: I use one full pack. I do. You <laughs> know what? I think I might have to make it with fresh tamarind, uh, so my daughter can eat it. Because um, mm. there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of MSG or a lot of sodium in the packets, obviously, but that's where the flavor comes into, right? Mm.
0: Yeah, cause I I don't make any like the Filipino breakfast is like obviously the most straightforward. It's it's basic. You buy the longanisa, you buy the tocino, you make rice, and then you make eggs. But other than that, I don't know how to make any any of them. And I have a big regret because my my dad. So my dad's a, he was a chef. He's retired now, and he used to always he was the one who cooked all all our food growing up, and it was so good. And he would always tell me to. To like, hey, yo, I'm gonna teach you, man. And I'm like, fuck, what? oh. right, man, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but I should probably, I should probably learn. I, I would like to learn because, because I find now, like, we're living on our own, me and my girlfriend, and we, we, like, we, we crave Filipino food. No one's making it for us anymore. So now, now I'm craving it, and we, we end up going out to eat, it. and I'm just like, ah, oh, I wish I could just make it. Yeah, right. A lot of things. I It's never too late. That's why we're, you know, never too late to start a podcast, never too late to start cooking. Well, we were talking about our food upbringing in school. Uh, Mm -hmm. Since we're on the topic of school, I was just mentioning how, like, we met each other in high school, right? And it was majority Filipino there. We all went to different elementary schools. Um, How would you guys say uh, was your experience as Filipino going to a Canadian elementary school did you ever feel like that you were like I wouldn't say discriminated but treated a little bit different or was it in a situation where you still felt like you belonged
2: I I mean for me I I want to say I was maybe one of less than I can't even I can't even think I'm I want to say less than five Filipinos in my elementary um but I mean, that didn't even matter because at the end of the day, everyone already thought it was Chinese or anything else other than Filipino. So um, I never even got guessed Filipino. The only thing I was actually differentiated by was um, my Filipino accent because I guess uh, my fobness didn't go away until uh, maybe grade seven, grade eight. So,
0: so before yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, that's a long time. It was, it was pretty bad. How do you get rid of accents? Like, Do you just keep talking? I think
2: you just I don't keep know talking yeah, i mean at great, home you know? i always spoke tagalog my parents always spoke tagalog um at the back i mean back then i hated it uh because i did get teased about it or even when my friends came over and how my parents had such especially my mom had such a thick tagalog like filipino accent whenever she'd call my name um so it was always it would always come back up whenever my friends would tease me um but kind of looking back now i'm I appreciated that because, I mean, I, more than maybe 80, 90% of our, our drivers at work speak Tagalog. So it's, it's a lot easier to converse. Um, so I've, I've definitely yeah, it's, been thankful.
0: It's, oh. it's just a bonus tool you have. Like yeah. There's no downside to it now. You just yeah. have that in your toolbox that you can speak Tagalog, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Lance, you, you, you basically speak Tagalog too, right? How, how was it growing up too?
1: Uh, well, I, I have a lot of trouble speaking Tagalog, to be honest. It's the grammar gets me, Uh, of course. um, Choosing vocabulary. I mean, I already have challenges choosing vocabulary in English, let alone Tagalog. (laughs) But um, growing up was very interesting for me because uh, I started in kindergarten here (laughs) as well. So I moved here when I was five. Um, And when I started kindergarten, I only knew Tagalog, right? So I I knew no English. And coming into kindergarten, um, I knew no one. My brother was a year older than me, so he was in grade one. So we both struggled through this And, um, you know, there were obviously times where I needed to speak to someone in English about my needs um, and there was no one there because no one understood. Right. So uh, there was actually a moment where um, I crapped my pants in kindergarten because (laughs) I couldn't tell anyone in English that I needed to use (laughs) the toilet. Yo. I remember this. I remember this vividly. So we were sitting around in a circle with all the kids. And uh, our, our teacher is reading us a story. And I just remember shitting my pants. Okay. What? And, and I, I didn't know how to bring it up because I didn't speak English. So, oh, so, what ended up happening was uh, the person beside me started to smell oh. something off. And so he informed the teacher of this. And they actually had to call my uncle in oh. to wipe my ass. Like, they had to call oh. my uncle in to wipe my ass. <laughs> It, it was yeah it was it was very surreal I, you know obviously in hindsight now it was a very sad part of my life but uh you know you, you forget about it
0: move on <laughs> hey, you know it's all right right have you shit yourself in uh elementary
2: oh yeah absolutely i shit no
0: I, I i like heavy shit myself in elementary i think it was like grade five too man i wasn't that young man <laughs>
2: Oh shit, mine, mine was more recent than that. I think mine was oh, like, yeah, grade seven. <laughs> last, <year>. last week, <laughs> I, like, I just, just shit myself down, man, I just <laughs> before this episode.
0: Oh, uh, man. no, that's the yeah. worst feeling, man. Yeah, that's pretty
2: bad. I mean, granted, mine was um, on my way home. I just couldn't hold it. And oh, it just,
0: I was able to like, so I shit myself in class and I booked it to the washroom, <laughs> but I didn't know what to do. So I, I eventually had to go to the office because it was like, like. I'm a child. How am I cleaning myself? There's like (laughs) shit all over inside my pants and everything. Like, I can't get away with this. Not even lunchtime yet. (laughs) So I eventually had to go to the office and they called my parents. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: At least your parents came. My uncle had to come. And boy, was he not happy. (laughs) Why why did they have to call your uncle? My parents were working. Mm. Yeah. And I guess they weren't able to pick up. Um, So my uncle was available. And yeah, so he came. (laughs)
0: that's too funny damn dude yeah man <laughs> um all right what else <laughs> what you drink in there is that budweiser i'm drinking a bud i i usually take a shot before these um these episodes but i actually don't have any more hard alcohol and i haven't been <laughs> able to go out today to get some oh yeah, this was like my brother been... my brother dropped, dropped this off like well, months ago like one can just one, just, one, just one can just one. just one just one can you drop it
1: yeah, off yeah. just clear, yeah, man. he's yeah. like yeah, we need a beer
2: man it's the yeah. premiere episode man what a way to celebrate you know the one yeah that,
0: i had to celebrate the freak. yeah so you said uh so you said your uncle wasn't even was not happy with picking you up uh like i
1: stayed i stayed in class don't get me wrong oh. like, he came oh, he just to came wipe my to ass. West,
0: and then he left so he didn't even take you
1: yeah, he left, and that was it. Oh, damn. And growing up, even you know, in high school, cool. I was used to using a tabo at home, right? I'm sure you guys all know what that is. But essentially, it's like a, it's like a bidet, but you're just using this. this um <laughs> That's one way it's, it. it's like a bucket. <laughs> it's, a bucket. It's, a it's a bucket. It's a little bucket. You hold it in one hand.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, did, yeah, you, exactly. did you table yourself?
1: Not in school, but yeah, growing up. Growing yeah, up I, like, the only the only time did, actually right? I only start I only stopped when I moved out. Oh damn! oh damn.
0: Oh <laughs> so after um, high school that's uh,
1: oh yeah, after high school I mean, even as
2: a
0: wow. devil yeah, man. I I never I, taboed myself.
2: I quickly changed this the second I, I moved to Canada. <laughs> I was like toilet paper. The shit. the
0: only reason I knew about like tabo washing your butt was because my dad did it to me when I was young. And then when, as soon as he stopped doing it, I was like, mm-mm, not doing it. <laughs> and I just used to, like, I just quickly moved. I can't do it. I can't do it. What the? I can't do it. The thought just, it hurts me. Just thinking about t- t- touching your butthole and cleaning up. I mean, it's very clean. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's very thorough. It's the
1: cleanest you can get. And then you, it's you know, the cleanest you can get. get but, yeah, I mean, jag. I understand where you're coming from. I You know, I get that. It's obviously like uh, you just feel kind of, gross touching your poo but i mean just think of it like if you if you use the tissue and it kind of rips a little bit you know <laughs> using oh, a little dude, dude that's like
0: dude I, I don't know like i have no frame of reference to know how much tissue to use is the right amount i feel like it's hard to i don't know what the average is how much how much how much pieces I, are you supposed to get i take a I, lot i do like one
2: tug and just let it roll and you know i just kind of you, mean, of you, mean you, after? you don't
0: rip the you didn't rip the roll like the piece of tissue what do you mean you you rip a piece of tissue <laughs>
1: no no i'm just out but he kept it on the roll
0: <laughs> no you don't keep it, yeah, no, take like, it off
2: I'll, I'll just like pull it until you know just a whole bunch comes out and then i'll, I'll rip it and then fold it up yeah yeah oh, i've yeah.
0: gotten to the point where i put a little too much because it's happened too often where that hole pops through Pop your finger through while you're wiping, and then I look. You take it out, and you're looking at your hand, and you see it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do it, man.
1: That's fair. That's fair. And then, so now I use a lot of tissue, and, and
0: it probably is the cause of like a lot of clogged toilets because I use a, a little too much tissue now.
1: Oh, <laughs> Whatever it takes to keep it clean, right? But, anyways, yeah. I think we digress a little bit here.
0: Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about growing up? Like, uh, since we were, we have um, typical Please. Filipino parents who came from the Philippines who came here, um, and I feel like we're sort of known as like um, a pretty disciplinary ethnicity, or like, you know, like growing up. I know me. I don't know what it is you guys. We'll, we'll we'll get to you guys. But then I, when I grew up, I oh I got the Palo. which is like smack mm. with the with the Chanelas it's like a spanking the belt, Paolo, spanking yeah, yeah palo is like spanking and like damn it it, it got bad it, i would get chased around the house for little things um but it was crazy and um i don't know how was it growing up for you guys how, how was discipline handled handled
2: it was it was very similar um I had anything and everything thrown at me anything that was within reach uh, especially with my mom um, it came to the point where she was using the buckle end of the oh my of god the belt or the syndrome yeah. you know dude
0: when i got old enough and then my dad figured out like oh this this leather ain't working this anymore get- <laughs> you know he's getting he's getting a big he's strong ass bit- so let, let, me, let me let me let me flip it around get this buckle there dude it got to the point where i knew when i was gonna get beat so i would before my dad would come into the room because let's say my mom knew the bad news and my dad was coming home from work and i knew i was gonna get beating i would put socks a lot of socks (laughs) in my underwear and my in my backside and it worked out for a bit like he would hit the socks and i would just make some noise like oh (laughs) uh." but it's sort of obvious because he doesn't hear the smack right yeah 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 Damn. That was the worst decision of my life, man. You just moved it up a bit. Straight to the back, man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Straight oh, to the man. back. All right. Never
1: again. Oh, man. Well, uh, you know, so I have an older brother. So I have a kuya. And I'm also a kuya. So I have a younger sister. And so when we got into shit, my dad always disciplined us together. Uh-huh. So we we all got the palo, right? And, of course... You know he, everyone's trying to blame the other for for causing this issue and we're all trying to get out of this discipline disciplinary action but uh, my dad never let let it down right he's just like okay well you guys started this shit. now you're all going to deal with it together <laughs> so we go, and we all just t- take the, this palo right and my dad used to use the cinturon so same thing like the belt um because the chanelas never really did it for anyone right same um and my sister and i you know the older we got the, the more I guess frustrated we got with the whole situation, we we're like, well, why do we keep getting slapped like this? So let's yeah, let's figure something out. So, yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> let's figure it out. You know, let's let's find something that um, will help us get through this a little easier. So we, you know, we got cardboard. So similar to you, Lee, I, I think we <laughs> all not, we all tried to find ways to reduce the amount of I guess um, discomfort we feel with with this kind of disciplinary action. So we got cardboard, and, you know, he, he was not very happy, man. He just went <laughs> off on us there. took it to a whole um, new level uh, of beating.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah it was, so, it, so it sounds like it's, everyone's pretty similar. Uh, I know for me, the I guess the main thing uh, uh resulting in these like these smackings mostly centered around for me anyways was school. Um, hmm. I don't know. My parents were very, like, they really wanted me to get high grades in school and do well in school. Like I can remember all the times that I got disciplined and what it was for. Like, I remember one time my first ever detention was the scariest day of my life. It was like grade six and it was a substitute teacher. Like, come on, you're a sub. Why are you giving me detention? I don't remember <laughs> what it was for. And it was a 20 minute dis- detention just 20 minutes. And uh my parents my parents are very like on point when it comes to picking me up. Like they tell me I need to be at this spot at this time and I better be there. So, but I'm not there like for 5 minutes they know something's up. And when I came out like 20 minutes later. Oh man, I knew already. That that one that one was memorable. And bringing home report cards for me was bad like if 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 I didn't get good grades like minimum B like then then, then I would get screwed. There was one year that I got a C in elementary. And the way the report cards worked in elementary was that you, I guess you had to, I remember you had to bring it home and they had to sign it or and something. And they had to sign it, yeah, that's they right. They had to sign it. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to get away with this. They're going to beat me. I, I think it was worse than a C, actually. It had to be for me to do this. But what I did was I MacGyvered a little like like um like a like a folder thing and then i would put my report card in and then i cut holes on the sheet where they had to sign so there was a <laughs> little blank space for their signature but you don't see any of the report card because i just cut a hole and then i wrote like a a, a fun little like i remember a contract i, I wanted it to be cute i was like this is a contract to always love me be my parents <laughs> <to care laughs> <me." No> way. <laughs> yeah i wrote that down and then oh, i i took it to my mom one day i was like hey ma he signed this look what i made just sign Damn, it so you that... finessed your mom like this yeah i did i did and you know what i got away with that one that's the first wow. time i told that story. i got away with that they signed it that's brought it back props. to school they never knew that i got a bad grade but hey <laughs> look at me now it, it didn't matter in the long run guys that beating I wouldn't mean... have mattered
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean you just hope your parents don't listen to this first episode and um uh
0: you're right, <laughs> <Still> <laughs> right guys. don't worry guys don't pass it on this, this is early on the, 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 the listenership should be pretty low still so we're good oh we're good. man um, i know for myself yeah it,
2: it definitely didn't stem around um like academics because I, I think my my mom already knew that wasn't happening um mine was smart <laughs> mine was primarily around uh just doing stupid stuff like yeah getting detention um getting suspended for stupid things um a lot of it was theft related back in my <laughs> elementary oh, days Oh man, um, here just, we go <laughs> just, yeah,
0: just this uh is getting getting mixed, stories, in with,
2: man. <laughs> getting mixed in with the wrong crowds and yeah that, that's primarily mine um but i gotta ask you guys who who handed the uh who handed the discipline more the mom or the dad
0: it was my dad for me Oh, yeah, by dad? far. By far, That's my, my dad. dad. My mom was I the d- sympathetic one.
2: Really? Mine was I, the complete opposite. <laughs> my mom was... Yeah, I know Yo, your parents. Wait, really?
0: Your, your, your mom, mom chill.
2: My, one. Yeah, dude, my... It came to the point where my dad would tell him... That, like, tell my mom <laughs> to stop. Because I'm crying there, like, in <laughs> tears. <laughs> oh, mom man. was just, like, continuously whipping me. Oh, yeah, it was man. bad. And you have a sister,
0: right? right? So, did was it just you, or is it, like, it seemed like both of you were, like...
2: Uh, we, we both did, but she definitely held back on my sister man like, <laughs> That's it's complete bullshit yeah
1: same for my dad i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure like he, as 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 a father of a daughter i would not do that to my daughter <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah yeah it, no
0: so like, i was I, about to ask like i was going to transition to this so, like we grew up with this way of discipline mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to see what now that you've gone through it what's what what's your opinion on that method and what What is your way of disciplining if you had a child? And, and Lance, you already have a child. She's young right now, but mm-hmm. you, you already have a family.
1: Right, yeah. So it's interesting you, you asked that question because this is a discussion, obviously, that I've had with my partner. And, <clears throat> uh, you know, initially I, I, was, I was for uh, the spanking mm. because I grew up that way. And I felt that, you know, a child needed to be a little bit afraid of their parents because <clears throat> that's how I grew up. And I turned mm-hmm. out fine. You know, you yeah, exactly. have that. Like that's process. the reasoning,
0: right? Like, hey, yeah. if, if it worked for us, right? That's that's what yeah. I hear.
1: Yeah, exa- exactly. But you know what? Now that I've I have my daughter, it's very different. Uh, I, I would I wouldn't use that at all for her. You know, we're we're following this gentle parenting, so you're really explaining everything that you're doing and why. You know, she's in trouble if she does get into trouble, right? Um, and if she is in trouble, you kind of just have to let her understand what's going on and to understand her own feelings too, because, you know, kids have big feelings, right? Um, And they do things not knowing that they've done something wrong. So I think that, you know, it's punishing them in in, uh, the Palo uh, I don't think would be very effective for them to understand what went wrong. The only thing it would be doing is is making them afraid of you and therefore not pursuing any further actions that were similar to what they just did. Right
0: yeah that's perfect because i I was just thinking about this like so like i said how all of mine stemmed from my academics Mm -hmm. it it made me want to do better in school but not for myself i i I had to get good grades so that i could avoid getting beat that that was my that was my thing growing up right like i didn't know why i was getting good like i didn't really care i didn't whatever it's just i don't want to i didn't want to get hurt so i tried hard for that reason and i feel like long term that that's not it, it well, definitely, it's not sustainable because obviously there comes a point where I don't get beat anymore, right. and and like after sure. that, you have to find your own. Yeah, uh, you have to find your own motivation, right? So I think, um, at least for me personally, I used to think that I would be pretty, like, uh, uh, what do you call it, like uh,
2: pro palo,
0: pro palo, I guess. and even at that point, I was never going to be that hard. Like, I don't think I could. But now, I don't think I could do it. I'm, I'm pretty, I don't know, I'm pretty timid in, like, in terms of, like, that kind of thing, and especially to another human being, especially if it was my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would be able to do that. Um, obviously, it's early. I don't have a child yet, so I don't know mm-hmm. how it feels. Um, but that that's my thought process right now. I feel like the way I would do things would be not, like what Lance said, like, I want them to understand why uh the thing they did or something was wrong and and i hope they understand like try and make them understand in a way either through like tough love kind of stuff like lessons like doing things like i don't know if they if they keep lying then then i'll listen to their lie until it gets too far and then like then they get, they have to understand the consequences to that and it, try and try and make things a lesson to them i feel like is that what i would how i would parent and discipline um mm-hmm. could change though i don't know what about you ryan i th- i think
2: for me um <laughs> i think it, it oh, would we, really know, depend we know we of... <laughs> you know you, you've seen me with tenko right uh, well, no i tenko now, is his dog i i think uh the um the physical disciplining aspect is uh, effective to some extent um Again, I th- I think that would come more in the later years. I don't think I'd be beating my, my like, five, six-year-old kids, <laughs> you know, depending. True. No. They
0: got <laughs> um, to grow up a bit. They got to grow up with it. how far
1: later? How far later? Like, what are you talking about? High school?
0: What What's the uh, – yeah, what's your no, age like, range? When do you start and when do you stop?
2: I think, like, grade six, grade seven is – Is the start? It, that's, that's is pretty, start? That's pretty close to high school. Man. Oh, damn. That, and then you're just beating them throughout high school? High school? <laughs> no, I mean, it's <laughs> –
0: Throughout their life, (laughs) you don't be shy. You you know what you want.
2: You gotta throw me under the bus because out of everyone, you guys call me the uh, the more strict uncle, right? Yes, you're probably yo yo, Tito
0: Ryan will be like yo. If you screw uh, you, we need that though, and it's fine. We need that guy because like like yeah. So Lance is going a different approach, and I would go a different approach, but it'd be good to have you. So that we can tell our children, the hey, uncle they're afraid of. There, there's the uncle. He's coming over. You want me to tell Tito Ryan? He, <laughs> he you, but he will. <laughs> He'll do it.
2: Oh, um, <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, I I think I'd be pretty. Um, yeah, I think I would. Uh, oh, he'd, I think he'd, I'd go, he'd be my wild,
0: wild You, you talked
1: you talk to your partner about that, right?
0: Yeah. Have you guys talked about that?
1: You guys talked? Ah,
2: yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, you will now.
2: We we'll get there now. So. <laughs> right after she this episode, we'll, we'll definitely discuss it <laughs> <laughs> opinion from you
0: mm-hmm. and true. and lance uh, w- one question i have so you have a daughter do you think it would be any different if you had a son do you think it if would be because i feel like if like just just on the outside looking in it's like i i don't think I, even if i wanted to be pro paulo i don't think i can do to, to, to my daughter like regardless mm-hmm yeah. But if it was a son, I don't know. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, I see where you're coming from. And uh, you know what? It's it's hard to say because I don't have a son, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like right now if I did, and I don't want to be setting double standards here, but I, I might very well do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't say for sure, but I know yeah. I have seen a lot of boys because I have, I have a lot of boys in the family, and they can be little shits. Honestly, they can really be little shits. Oh, shit. my God. I, was, I mean, I was a little shits. Oh, my right
0: God. Now. You are right, dude. Okay. So I hope this doesn't get popular, but like this episode, like these episodes, because I'm just going to, we're just putting people on blast, man. But I have like family who are like, I have like cousins or or I have like little nieces and nephews that um, I know for a fact that their parents don't discipline them. And I can tell, Mm. you know, so one of those things, you're at the party and these little shits, (laughs) you know, they, I'm like, yo, be quiet, like have some boundaries here, man. Like, come on. Yeah, be you cool, know, man. Be cool. It's like it's one of those things. Like, okay, this 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 one needs to get get the polo right now. This one needs yeah. <laughs> the. This one needs the polo, man. Not, not, not the oh, Chanelas and Yeah, because like you could tell. Because I I feel like I'm telling them something that's like, don't do this. But they they do they they know there's no repercussion. Mm, yeah, and that's you. the thing. So like, yeah, if you don't do the polo thing, I do. Then hopefully other methods. Like the way you're, you're saying, Lance, the way you want to raise your children. And I, I do think that works. I know you're well aware. Like it's very, I think that's the smart way of doing it too. Like mm-hmm. have them understand and make sure you do that. And not just do the whole no discipline. Like that is still a way of disciplining, yeah. I would say. Like you're still teaching. It's a teaching mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my issue is people who don't want to do that teaching moment or teach them and just let let their children do whatever they want.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could ever do that, and that's only because I can't tolerate that kind of behavior in the house. Right. right?
0: Yeah. Um, like.
1: I, yeah. We. Yeah. We need to discipline. That, that's just the reality of it. And I think that you know, setting boundaries and knowing where they're wrong is very important to set early on. Um, because if you allow one, I think, one behavior to continue, and not stop it, then they're just going to learn that that behavior is okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, it, you know, my, my dad used to discipline me and and obviously he doesn't do that anymore in that yeah. physical sense, right? He just teaches yeah. me lessons now. Oh, awesome. uh, Yeah, and it gets to a point where, you know, you, you get past that fear of your, of your, you know, person disciplining you, whether it be your father or your mother, and mm-hmm. you just to start to learn respect. But I do remember one story because my mom never disciplined me growing up. And I remember in high school where she felt she needed to... You know, physically disciplined me and it was hilarious. My mom is like what, <laughs> four foot nine. <laughs> and at this point, I'm already five foot eight. Oh,
0: and, yeah, and you're, I'm, tall. I'm almost,
1: you're tall. Yeah, I was maybe like 170 pounds, right? Yeah. And so my mom one day, you know, rages at me for whatever reason. I'm stupid at that time. And she tries to hit me with her slipper, her, her chinelas. And it does nothing to me, like nothing at all.
0: Do you you just stood there? Or you faked it or something?
1: Oh, I I just stood there. I was I was like, mom, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, you should probably call dad. Right? This, <laughs> is, this is not doing Lord. anything for me. <laughs>
0: so mean, man. I would have faked it. I would have faked it to hell. <laughs> and you know Make what? Feel at good. this
1: point, at this point too, I'm already stronger than my dad. And and the way I found this out, and I beat him.
0: Oh, down
1: <laughs> I I'm stronger than my dad. I'm stronger than my mom. So there's no point in that physical punishment. Yeah, I don't learn. There's to no commit, point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, if she was to slap me, that's a whole different story. Right. That's like a, oh, that's I, like, I wouldn't, oh. I wouldn't feel happy at all about that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's not you discipline. Could slap, anymore. That, that's like, you could slap anyone like that, that's bigger than you. And that, that's impactful already. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, and I'm curious how you guys feel about that. You know, like at this age, I guess if, if you were to be disciplined by your parents, how, like is it at this age
0: no i i think mine is like the same as you like i don't i don't i can't pinpoint it but i feel like it came to a point where like i was the same size or or bigger than my dad and it just he couldn't do it anymore i think early on like like that transition was weird because he would just be disappointed you know that whole disappointed thing i i would hold i I would expect to get hit and then he would just walk away and be like oh shit (laughs) <laughs> All right. But then it got to the point where yeah, like he would just tell me, you know, like talk to me about it and say like don't do this. And my dad's l- lectures are notoriously long, notorious. <laughs> but it's fine. It's I'd I'd take that over over beatings any day. And, and 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 we do bond. So it's much better now after after the fact.
2: Yeah, I'd definitely take the take the physical beatings over the lectures just because I don't know for my dad like he hardly disciplines me it's literally all my mom um so when it is my dad when he does talk to me or when he does confront me about things it's it hits a little dif- different you know he he hits me hard like emotionally and I'm mm-hmm. just like oh shit I, I feel terrible now you know mm-hmm. um whereas my mom it's like okay it's it's physical pain I can, I can tolerate that um, but when they start bringing in their words, and I know this too, because um, in terms of like love languages, if you guys are aware, very much into like words of affirmation. So when they start talking to me or kind of saying certain things to me, it, it does hurt a little bit differently than than the physical beating that I used to hate as well. So
0: Yeah, words, yeah. Heard, word, words hit harder, especially longer term. They do, like, right? Pain, yeah. is, pain is only in the moment, right? I guess. yeah
2: that's true um yeah but yeah all right i guess one thing we didn't uh kind of go over in the beginning was how we came up with the name
0: oh yeah we, so we didn't really put vancouver, too much this is vancouver. <laughs> Uh you can see from the thumbnail what it is v-a-n-k-u-y-a and it's basically vancouver and kuya we're all you know We are we are all kuyas actually. We all have a younger sibling. I didn't even think about it. Uh, Kuya being uh, like an older brother. Older brother. It means older brother. Um, And there's there's a term for that in like a lot of Asian languages. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and we decided to come up with that name just because we. I feel like we we can share a lot of our experiences growing up as Filipinos in Canada, and even like even after today's discussion, I've learned something new about you guys. And, and I'm like looking forward to doing a lot more episodes after this.
1: Yeah, same. I, I, again, it was, it was a very enlightening experience just to hear mm-hmm. about each of your stories. I, I, it's, it's always nice to hear how we all grew up because it gives us a perspective of, of you know, who your parents were um, and how you kind of developed this way too, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because I know for sure what's kind of kept us connected um the last handful of years was definitely just gaming right um so now kind of diverging to different type of connection with you guys it's it's exciting and i I love hearing these stories and just kind of seeing um you know what shaped you guys so it's i'm excited i'm excited to kind of bring up other topics and discussions it's gonna be fun Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and with that we're gonna probably move on to our next segment here Cause we have segments and this segment is a Ryan segment actually on fitness, on his, path, <laughs> on his update. We we decided this in our um, in the older episodes, two. in the last two episodes that Ryan and would I update guess. us. Um, a lot of, a lot of us are trying to lose weight. We talked. we had. if you want, you can go back and listen to that discussion about fitness, about how we are trying to, you know, stay physically active and be healthy Especially at our age, just it's a good time to make sure everything's intact, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I I hope I don't end up becoming a disappointment here going the opposite way in terms of thankfully, we're actually not showing the video right now, right? It's just all audio. No, no, this this will be audio. I feel like I've gotten rounder since the last two weeks. But, you know, um, it's it's been a long and uh, tiring week. So I've only been able to hit the gym twice this week. Uh, hopefully I can make up with it uh, tomorrow and the rest of the week but um, yeah it's it's pretty much just me kind of just wanting to put a or I guess draw a line in the sand and just um, you know from here moving forward I don't want to look back um, two three four five months or years from now and being like you know what I wish I started sooner Mm -hmm. Um, because I've definitely had a kind of fitness mentality years back, and um, man, I, I look back now, and I think if only I stuck to it, you know? Um, yeah, and I think much goes the same with this podcast is we don't want to look back a year from now and be like, oh, shoot, shouldn't we have tried something then when we had time or um, anything like that? So it's it's definitely going to be an exciting journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, at the same time, I, I, I've shared with you guys like, my um, my what was it my blood tests or health results or whatever it was um so yeah just got to get some numbers down in terms of um cholesterol uh uric acid blood sugar freaking everything man everything ran in my family so yeah just um yeah excited to keep going um i don't know have you guys kind of maintained any physical aspect this week i know you've been going to the gym still
0: right uh we've been trying to i went we did go yesterday so i got home from work yesterday uh oh yeah so we went to see batman yesterday mm. uh so batman was at 8 30 i got off work at five uh we really wanted to gym so har came home at around six we went to the gym by 6 30 and we just stayed for like an hour an hour 15 and then went straight to to batman Which is where literally during the movie, and this is why Lance is shooting in his car right now, I started getting shivers. Like in the, I was bundled up and I was shaking in my chair. And it's one of the worst movies to be doing this because that movie was. It's long. It's long. I guess Ryan's seen it. You haven't seen it yet, right, Lance? No, I haven't seen it yet. No, it's extremely long. It it like, yes, I knew it was three hours, but it feels like a long three (laughs) hours. hours (laughs) hours <laughs> it's
2: not like you're lord of the rings three hours you know yeah, it's or you're not it's, or, yeah it's it different. is a,
0: a lot of dialogue i don't know how i feel about it yet but that will save that for another time but yeah mm-hmm. and then and then i got sick so um, I, i've been we, we've been trying to at least go maybe three times a week to the gym
2: nice
0: uh and i just do i just i make sure i go on the stairmaster for half an hour and then if i have time then i'll do some other stuff but I'd be really interested, you know, uh, when we do this segment, Ryan, since we do this once a week, you should give our listeners, even me, like something that week to do, like work on something okay. at the gym, you know, okay. like give us one routine that we could, we could put into play. Maybe since we're all busy, like one day of the week, we're going to go to the gym and I'm going to do Ryan's plan that day in the gym. And you should like put it, we could put it in the description for people to click on. And they could see their plan for, the, for that one day that they go to the gym. I think that'd okay, be really cool. Okay, that's
1: interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. I think that'll definitely help um, you know, propel your, uh, your fitness coach career, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> coach. Yeah, career. because this is already, you're on the first, this is the first episode, and you got your own segment already, man. You should, this is your baby. You, <laughs> yeah, sh- you can th- right? do whatever you want on this segment, man. <laughs> that'll
2: be fun. Um, it's uh, also another way to keep me accountable. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. good.
0: What about you, Lance? Uh, You've been going to the gym at all or doing anything the past week? You know, uh,
2: I yesterday I had
1: four donuts. And <laughs> okay. I really, <laughs> I really thought to myself, I, I'm getting fat. Like I, <laughs> I sat on the toilet and I looked down and I felt like a frog, man. I, I you, know, you, you just feel bad. You just feel bad. I felt bad. And so when I got on the couch last night, I was with my partner there. And we were watching... A movie, or I don't know if we were watching a movie, we are just on our phones, and I was like, I need to hit the gym. And she's like, Are you gonna go today? And, and I said, You can go right on. now? Or... No, nah, I'm not gonna go right now. I'm good, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I really should go. <laughs> that's and that's how that's how far I got with the gym. That, that <laughs> all right,
0: it. Right. Hey, first step is you know, realization, you know, it's true, it's yeah, right, just admitting so, that you need to go. Yeah, that's right. you gotta at least admit, but uh, yeah, you know, we should just we should all give our like weights. Not maybe not this episode. I don't have a scale right now. But We should give our weights every episode, man. Oh, well, maybe not. We're <laughs> I mean, not. You're a little shy.
2: A little scared. A little right. scared. I, I have mean, to find it's, my it's scale, but to, yeah, sure. It's hard to <laughs> gauge too, right? Like, um, because I mean, you can definitely maintain the same weight but build more muscle. So,
0: all right. Well, if you want, we can just do pictures every week. You want to okay, picture no, yourself, we'll, Brian?
2: We'll go, with, we'll go with the scale. I can, I can cut down on food. Here's what last, like, I'm going to do. I guess
0: next week we, we would say our weights, I guess. That would be the first time we say it. I'm just going to bulk up this week, dude. So I have a <laughs> high start. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> so it's easier to lose. Right? Wow. Oh, look at that strat, huh? I shouldn't be so saying well, that on it, air, but that is a good stretches. strat. <laughs> but I think I'd be shy to nice. say a pretty big weight. I hope I'm not 200, man. I, I doubt so. it, dude. I doubt it. Oh.
2: Do you guys get um to a certain weight that you're like, I can't, I gotta I gotta lose weight. Like has that ever hit you at all? Or
0: it hits me at 190. 190 is your number? That is extremely fat. Heavy. That is yeah. heavy. That's I'm I have a high limit. I have a high limit. So when it hits that limit, then yeah, that the twice in my life that it went over that was like big moments where i did end up losing a lot of weight and obviously i gained it back yeah after, you did but, you, you know, lost a good like how much like 30 40 like uh yeah 45 pounds yeah that half crazy. a year or something well, like almost a year
2: that's crazy
0: uh, what else uh oh yeah i forgot to bring it up lance so um, i can finally tell you how you're so you gave me nose strips last week that's right for the snoring for the snoring
1: yeah yeah, yeah. How
0: it was so weird, dude. So I put it on that night, yeah. the way you told me, and I felt like I did it. And you're right, it it pulls it up. That's right, it pulls your nose up. And first off, I looked like it looked like I was, I don't know about you, but it made me look like I had a bigger nose. And you can see <laughs> it get big, like this part, like, like it gets wider up here. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it gets better. And, and it's funny like,
1: because when you remove the strip too in the morning, it looks bigger.
0: Oh, yeah, but anyway, it's pulling. yeah. That's so right. I put it on, and I was like, what the hell? It felt so weird, yeah. but I could breathe. I was like,
1: "Yeah," oh. and I showed <laughs> yeah.
0: her, and I was like, "Look at this." And I was like, "Oh snap!" And then so I went to bed that, that night, and I used it. So I used it, okay. and when I, I I was wondering, I was like, "I wonder if it'll just come off." Uh, but when I woke up, half it it did come off when I woke oh, okay. up. Yeah. So like one side was off, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I took it off. And then i asked her i was like oh, did i snore last night she's like no you didn't snore but in wow. the morning you were snoring and i was like <laughs> yeah because oh, it, so it came off because <laughs> it came off so now i know it yeah. works because i have that experience of when it was off i was snoring
1: right Damn. right wow so yeah so i That's used it crazy. again
0: and it works that thing works uh, hopefully what's the brand lance maybe we Sponsor- can get a sponsorship over here
1: oh i, I don't have it on me but uh, next yeah, time next time have, because bro, if we can oh get a
0: sponsorship. God. I uh, that'd be great. Uh, I'd push that. I'd recommend that even without it, because it was good. Especially if you snore from your nose and stuff. Because I always sleep with my mouth open and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, same, same here. And uh, you know, I do have another friend that's uh, trying this as well. You guys all know him as well. So I I wonder um, how he's going to feel about it. But uh, yeah, he's the he's the biggest snorer out of all of us.
0: Oh, okay, Uh, okay. It took me. It took me a second. I know, it took I me a like, second oh. to figure out who you were saying and then you said the biggest <laughs> one and i was yeah. like
1: oh. did you tell him about it i did i did tell him about it yeah because oh, i know man. that he snores
0: oh i would oh my gosh i want to be there i want to sleep with him oh no yeah, that's what i, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sleep in the same room as him when he uses it. i want to see for myself
2: it's true our, our group has some big snores i remember being like when we've done like airbnbs or just um whistler trips and stuff and and it's like a freaking orchestra with you guys just trying to compete on who can snore the loudest, you know?
0: I don't think there's a competition on the loudest, but we we uh, a lot of us do snore. Yeah, that's I right. snore. true. I snore.
1: Yeah, I snore too. Man Especially with alcohol. With alcohol, we snore. Mm. We all snore, yeah. I'm sure. But I feel like um, true, you know, a lot a lot of it is attributed to weight, right? I think when we're at our yeah. biggest, sometimes we snore the loudest.
0: It's true, man. Well, yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've got the strips work though so you know i i still have a lot in the box but uh you know if it works for you and, and it helps you sleep better I, I definitely recommend you continue with that
0: i will i will i'm gonna purchase some more and hopefully maybe i'll reach out to their pr department and see if we can get a sponsorship on that <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, hopefully 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 soon hopefully soon <laughs> um but I think that should be it for the episode, actually. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, that's the that episode. I good. mean, I, at this point, I was supposed to uh, let everyone know our social media links, but I have not gone around to make any of them. It's but okay. stay tuned for future episodes. We'll have our Twitter, Instagram, and all that stuff, uh, an email address that you can email us questions or topics that you guys want us to talk about. Um, and we'll have that. And it, I'll probably update the description to this episode too if I make it shortly after this. Uh, You can email us things and whatever, and I'll probably link everyone else's social media if they want to share it. And um, yeah, anything you guys want to say before we we cut out here on this Saturday evening?
2: No, nothing from my end.
1: Uh, No, I'm good. I just want to say I appreciate you all for uh, joining us tonight.
0: (laughs) I know, I appreciate it. Uh, Stay tuned after for the After Hours uh, sex show. It's just me. It's just me doing some ASMR. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, all right. right. We'll see you guys next week on Vancouver. Peace. Peace,
1: peace, peace.